The Urbanist is brought to you in association with the Department of Culture and Tourism, Abu Dhabi. Sadiat Cultural District Abu Dhabi is a beacon of hope and inspiration. A catalyst to spark growth and collaboration with museums and experiences, where art and science and nature and technology coexist. The belief of Abu Dhabi that culture is the backbone of our society. Stay tuned for a special episode of the show, in which you can hear His Excellency Mohammed Khalifa Al-Mubarak explain exactly why and how Sadiat Cultural District Abu Dhabi is the perfect place to collaborate, create, and innovate. Sadiat Cultural District Abu Dhabi, proud partner of The Urbanist on Monocle Radio. Hello, I'm Andrew Tarkin. and you're listening to Tall Stories on Monocle 24 brought to you by the team behind The Urbanist, the show all about the cities we live in. New landmarks often pay homage to the city in which they're built by way of their design. But for some, there is an ongoing dialogue between building and city, which reflects wider shifts in the landscape. In this case, the cultural, economic and natural. Monocle 24's Tamsin Howard visits the Harper Concert Hall in Reykjavik, and considers the symbolic importance of the building in this tall story. Starting with the national anthem of Iceland. It's the 28th of June 2016, sitting on the top level of the Harper Concert Hall, Looking through the hive-like hexagonal glass shards, I can see swarms of fans below gathering to support Iceland's football team after they qualified for the European Championships for the first time. England would go on to suffer a humiliating loss in the game, one goal to Iceland's two. The considerably smaller island nation of 330,000 would go on to make it through to the quarter-finals of the Euros, with one of their coaches still working part-time as a dentist in a small fishing town. The crowds spill through the streets of Reykjavik, with the blue, red and white flags painted on faces and draped over shoulders. Each Icelander finds a spare patch of lawn outside the central bank opposite the harper to watch the game on the big screen, installed especially for the occasion. The sounds of the crowds are only just perceptible from inside the cavernous harper. There is a calm composure and rootedness to this building. It's the silent witness to all. The world-class concert hall has seen millions pass through its doors, marvelling at its architecture and state-of-the-art acoustics. Architect Alafa Eliasson's facade, a geometric construction of steel and glass, references the natural phenomena and distinctive light conditions of Iceland. Its exterior is based on the crystallised basalt columns found in the country. He worked in collaboration with the architecture firm Henning Larsen, the hall's principal designers, who are best known for their long-lasting Scandinavian design and sustainable architecture. Harper has received numerous awards, not only for its architecture, role as a public space, conference centre and its cultural contributions, but for its acoustic technology. We have these lamellas, they are made out of the wood ash and they kind of break down the sound as it moves into the hall 
and behind there we have like an arm's length of reverberation space. The work was carried out by New York-based firm Artec Consultants, now Arup Incorporated. They also designed the acoustics for the Bela Bartok National Concert Hall in Hungary, the Sala São Paulo Concert Hall in Brazil, and the famous Lincoln Center's Jazz Concert Hall in New York. Renowned for its clarity, the concert hall is perfect for classical performances, and it's said to have moved some performers to tears of joy. The plan to build a concert hall for the nation's capital is thought to have been first raised in the Icelandic press in 1881, which led to the formation of the Association for Music Halls. The idea gained traction in the early 2000s and the public were asked to submit name proposals for the venue, stipulating that it must be an Icelandic word easily articulated in most languages. Some 1,200 citizens entered over 4,000 names and Harper was chosen the first month of summer in the Old Nordic calendar, and it rather fittingly means harp in Old Norse. Construction for the concert hall began in 2007, but just as the dreams of this new cultural landmark were becoming a reality, the financial crash threw Iceland into a tumultuous period of economic uncertainty. So in just six months, three of the five biggest independent firms on Wall Street have now disappeared. The American people can remain confident in the soundness and the resilience of our financial system. The project came to a sudden halt in October of 2008. With the government's refusal to bail out the banks and pay off their debts, the venue lost its funding. The skeleton of Harper's facade, surrounded by cranes, scrap metal and piles of rubble, became a humiliating reminder of Iceland's fiscal fiasco. But the Icelandic government recognised the cultural importance of its completion and, in spite of the country's economic state, fully financed the project. Since opening in 2011, the Harper Concert Hall hasn't just seen cheering crowds, but ash clouds overhead. Well, a volcano in southwest Iceland has erupted, releasing streams of lava from under the Earth's surface. It follows thousands of small earthquakes in the area over recent weeks. Fissure erupted 30 kilometres from the capital, Reykjavik. A volcanic eruption from a nearby mountain in 2021 was the first active volcano in the area for 800 years. It looks like a scene from The Lord of the Rings, but just 20 miles from Iceland's capital, Reykjavik, it is nature that is forging a new landscape, smouldering, bubbling with fountains of fire. Harper is on the one hand an important monument rooted at the centre of this hive of cultural activity. It's witnessed the seismic events that have rocked the nation. But it is simultaneously positioned at the meeting point of land and sea. It sits at the edge of the old harbour, a few minutes walk north of the city centre, and it looks out across the Atlantic to the majestic outline of the Snæfellsnes Peninsula to the north. And much of Iceland's musical talent is indebted to the synchronism of city culture and the natural world. Björk continues to pay tribute to the island's volcanic landscape. She refers to Fossora, released earlier this year, as her Iceland album. It mirrors the volatile nature of her homeland.
It's steeped in the country's choral and folk traditions, and she programmed the strings at her local coffee shop. The Harper Concert Hall hosts exhibitions, concerts, cultural events and festivals such as Airwaves, Sonar and the Reykjavik Fashion Festival. From internationally known artists, the comic Eddie Izzard and singer Cindy Lauper, to Iceland's native talent including Björk, Sigur Rose and of course Monsters and Men, the Harper will continue to witness the growth of its small, curious, culturally rich nation. Perhaps with even further fortune on the football pitch. You've been listening to Tall Stories, a Monocle 24 production. And today's episode was written and edited by Tamsin Howard and produced by David Stevens. Remember to tune in on Thursday for the full 30-minute edition of The Urbanist. I'm Andrew Tuck. Goodbye, and thank you for listening, city lovers. <laughs>